0: And welcome to our People's Church at Home service. I'm glad that you are able to join us today. If you would like to form part of our social feed, simply subscribe to our YouTube and Facebook pages. My name is Eugene Maswanganyi, and I'll be taking you through the service this morning. If you're connecting with us for the very first time, or you're just visiting us, we are delighted to have you with us. Please note that we have prepared for you, and kindly head over to the link below and fill out our digital welcome card. Our devotional reading for this morning is found in Ephesians 5, verses 18 and 19. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. When was the last time you spoke to a fellow Christian using a psalm, hymn, or spiritual song? If you're honest, you'll probably have to admit that something like that doesn't happen every often in our lives. Maybe the great heroes of the faith did things like that. Maybe the Apostle Paul did things like that, but the rest of us seem to function at a lower standard of operating in the spiritual. And this can be the spiritual joy. The Bible, however, seems to teach that a spirit filled with joy is available to the average Christian. We have the fruit of the spirit, one of which is joy. In Galatians 5.22, Jesus told us that no one will take away our joy in John 15.22 and that we will have the full measure of his joy found in John 17.13. In 1 Peter 1.8, Peter said that because we believe in Jesus, we are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. Maybe the resources of joy necessary to start speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs are there after all. On the other hand, there are things that can quench or satisfy our joy. Getting drunk Paul seems to be saying in our verse for today is directly opposed to being filled with a spirit and overflowing in song. No doubt we could all think of things to add to a list of joy quenches or things to refresh us. We will now have a song of worship followed by the offering message prepared for us today by Brother John. Hallelujah.
1: Good morning, church. As it's still the ninth day of the new year, I believe it's still appropriate for me to wish everyone a blessed and prosperous new year. They say, petty people say, which means happy new year till end of March. So please don't accuse me of that. Yes, it is definitely a new year. But God's promises, God's mercy, and God's love does not get renewed at the beginning of each year. They remain the same today, yesterday, and tomorrow. The principles that are the cornerstone of our relationship with him don't change or get renewed at the turn of the new year. Note I said the cornerstone of our relationship and not the cornerstone of our religion. Yes, it is a relationship, church. It is not a religion. Are we still together? It is a relationship, and in a relationship, What matters is the heart. We read in Exodus 35 that Moses was given instructions to build a tabernacle. A tabernacle is basically a church, a place of worship. Let's pick it up from verse 21 to 29. All whose hearts were stirred and whose spirits were moved came and brought their sacred offerings to the Lord. They brought all the materials needed for the tabernacle, for the performance of its rituals and for the sacred garments. Both men and women came, all whose hearts were willing. They brought to the Lord their offerings of gold, brooches, earrings, rings from their fingers and necklaces. They presented gold objects of every kind as special offering to the Lord. All those who owned the following items willingly brought them, blue, purple and scarlet thread, fine linen and goat hair for cloth, and tent ramskins and fine goatskin leather. All who had silver and bronze objects gave them as sacred offerings to the Lord, and those who had acacia wood brought it for the use in the project." All women who were skilled in sewing and spinning prepared blue, purple, and scarlet thread and fine linen cloth. All the women who were willing used their skills to spin gold hair into yarn. Their leaders brought onyx stones and special gemstones to be set in the effort and the priest's chest piece. They also brought spices and olive oil for the light. The anointing oil, and the other fragrant essence. So the people of Israel, every man and woman who was eager to help in the work of the Lord, brought their gifts and gave them freely to the Lord. I don't know 80% of the precious objects that the people of Israel were willing to bring for the construction of their church. But it is clear that they were stirred in their hearts and not their minds. The scripture speaks of those who were willing. This this also tells me that there might have been people who were not willing. Today, church, I encourage us to use the 21 days of fasting to to work on our relationship with our Heavenly Father. So that we can partner with Him in the matters of the relationship and not in the matters of religion. My prayer is that we all will be known as those who are willing to partner with God. We will be willing and be joyous as we bring our talents and gifts to the house of the Lord so that the work of the church can flourish. All our hearts that are in relationship with Jesus and that we use that relationship that we have with Jesus to honor him. It's all about Jesus and no one else. Let's pray. Father, we thank you very much that, Lord, you have given us everything that we have, and Lord we just pray for willing hearts and willing spirits that want to partner with you, that want to get to know you better, that are willing to go on a fast, not for anything, but to work on our relationship with you, Lord. We are so grateful, Lord, that we are blessed, A, with a new year, but also with this opportunity to go and fast so that we can grow stronger in our knowledge, our wisdom, and our relationship with you, Lord, so that we can willingly and joyously bring our gifts and our talents to the house of the Lord so that they can be used to make the work of this house flourish. We thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, church. Good morning, church family, and welcome to People's Church. My name is Kamola Maloko. Compliments of the New Year from all our weekly ministries. Please be on the lookout for any information to when they will reopen. We look forward to the New Year with great expectations, and we cannot wait to have you again. We have started our 21 days of prayer and fasting and we invite you to take part in it if you have not already done so. Information is available. Ask any of our ushers for a pamphlet during the service. Do join us every Sunday morning at 8.30 for intercessory prayer, followed by our main service at nine. We cannot wait to see you there. Thank you and enjoy the rest of the service.
0: We will now welcome Pastor Elijah Matlangu to share God's with, word with us today. Thank you, Pastor Elijah. People's Church, I greet you in the
2: powerful name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Today is my first sermon, our first message in the year 2022. We are grateful to Brother Matebula for bringing the message to us last Sunday the first Sunday of the year and if you remember his theme or title of the message was rejoicing in hope praise the name of the Lord that this year we are going to rejoice in hope you remember when I preached and I led prayer point in our crossover service, I mentioned the fact that from six PM the thirty first of December to the to six AM, that is the first of January, it is the time where many people reflect on their lives where many people make new year's resolutions but we know very well that most of them by now they have started to break those new year's resolutions and most of them will be broken as the year unfolds i agree with jonathan edwards theologian author preacher and revivalist who lived in the 18th century he says during this time of the year i wish to be as simple as much as possible he says if you ask me what is your new year's revolu- uh, resolution he says resolution one i will live for god resolution two if no one else does, I still will. In other words, to be simplistic, is that this year I will live for God. If many people abandon their resolutions, I will still remain true to live for God. Thank you, brethren, that from yesterday we started our program of 21 days of prayer and fasting and you have received the guidelines that are very clear they articulate what we are doing in other words why do we do what we are doing i agree with andrew maury south african church man leader pastor who says Fasting helps express, deepens, confirms the resolution that we are ready to sacrifice anything to attain what we seek for the kingdom of God. Let us believe together. Throughout these 21 days, we will never be the same. Now, today's message is taken from one of our daily inspirational words, articles written on the, for the 2nd of January. And the theme, the title is Unfettered. This is taken from the book of the prophet Zechariah, chapter 2, from verse 1 to verse 13 but specifically verse number 4 what is to be unfettered the synonyms are unrestricted to be unlimited to be unconstrained unbound unconfined unhampered unimpeded unobstructed and un- regulated when I wrote this article I wrote it with the beginning of the year in mind in other words let us believe together let us declare let us decree let us converse together let us believe at the beginning of the year that Our lives will be unfettered. Not only our lives, but our endeavors as families, but also as the church, people's church, we will continue unabated. We will be unfettered. This is the message from God's word. This is the message that God gave to the Israelites through the prophet Zechariah. That as a nation you will be, you are unfettered. There is nothing that can restrict you. But before we continue, the title of the prophecy, the title of the book, Zechariah speaks volumes even before we delve into the content of the prophecy the name zachariah means god remembers god does not forget now this message was directed to the post-exilic israelite community They had spent 70 years in exile in Babylon and later Assyria. Now, during the storm, I believe they were asking themselves questions after 70 years. How can God allow this calamity to happen to us? Has God forgotten about us? so through the prophet god tells them that i remember i will not forget you i will not forget about you in other words, the name of the prophet itself ministers us to them even before the content of the message indeed let us embrace god's word today maybe there are things that happened to us last year. And we had the very same thoughts. We were the Israelites. That has God forgotten about us? We are reminded that God will never forget us. God will never forget about us. When we read in the Bible, there are more than 700 prophecies directed to God's people. And God remembers each and every promise that He has made to us in Scripture. Somebody says, there are 365 days of the year. And there are also 365 expressions, fear not. In other words, for each and every day, there is a word. Fear not. When I wake up in the morning, I wake up with fear not. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Now, let us come to the content of the prophecy. Now, this is the prophecy that is recorded in chapter 2 of Zechariah. It's not very clear. But what is clear is that he is not at the natural realm. In other words, it's either he is dreaming or either he is seeing a vision. God makes him to see things, not in the natural, but he sees things. In the supernatural. Indeed. The children of Israel. And their condition. In the natural. They are asking many questions. Many things. Happen to them. But God shows them. That in the spiritual. In the supernatural realm. That's not my perspective about you. We might be going through stuff and we see things in the natural challenges, problems that we're encountering, that we do encounter. But God shows Zechariah, the state of the nation in the supernatural. May God reveal to us that what we see in the natural may not be a clear picture of who we are, a God's perspective about us. Now, let us look at the vision. What did the prophet Zechariah see? Now, when the prophecy, when this specific vision opens in chapter 2, the prophet is in conversation with an angel. Now, as he converses with this angel, he sees a man, he sees a young man who is having a measuring rod, a measuring stick. Now, he... Measures Jerusalem. How wide. How long. It is. Now mind you. At this time. The city is in ruin. The walls are in ruin. The temple is in ruin. The people's houses. Are destroyed. Yes. They are. In distort, And they. Are counting the costs. How are we going to rebuild ourselves as a nation? Now, as Zachariah sees in this vision, this young man, now another angel appears. Now, we're not going to dwell much into this, but it appears he is not only a messenger. He is somehow authoritative. When you read in chapter 1, verse 8 and verse 12, you realize he appears to be an authoritative angel. There are such instances in the Old Testament where the angel does not speak or act as a messenger, but he is somehow authoritative. He says things which an ordinary angel would not say. This is called a theophany. This is the appearance. It is believed of Jesus in the Old Testament. Now this authoritative angel. Gives an instruction to that angel. He says run. Tell the young man, Jerusalem will be a city without walls because of the great number of men and livestock in it. Verse 5, and I myself will be a wall of fire around it, declares the Lord, and I will be its glory within. That is Zechariah chapter 2, verse 4 and 5. Now, in this particular vision, the young man represents Israel during this time. They are rebuilding themselves. They are rebuilding the walls. They are rebuilding the temple. So, they're measuring. In other words, they are seeing how they're going to go about now God says to them it's like imposing restrictions limitations on yourselves now nah. God says to them Jerusalem go and tell that young man stop measuring Jerusalem Jerusalem, you will be a city without walls. In other words, you are determining how you are going to build the walls But this city. Jerusalem, you will be a city without walls. Why? It is because of the great number of people and livestock in it. And God says, I will be a wall of fire around them. I will be its glory within. So, the first thing that we glean from this message is that the Israelites are trying to limit themselves. They are trying to put impose limits on themselves and god says stop doing that you are a nation you are a thousand people you are unrestricted you are a blessed people remember what i said to abraham after Abraham believed God and attempted to sacrifice his son Isaac in Genesis chapter 2, reading from verse 15 to 18. God says from verse 17, I will bless you and multiply, I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heaven." And as the sand which is on the seashore. And your descendants shall possess the gate of their enemy. In your seed. All the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Because you have obeyed my voice. Not only you Abraham. Not only your progeny. The nation I will form out of you. But through you, through your faith, all the nations of the world will be blessed. And yes, this is referring to us today as the church. If you're a nation that fears God, this is reference to you. This is reference to us as the church. In other words, let us not impose restrictions, limitations on us because we are blessed as the church, as families, whatever thing, whatever plans that you have for today, please for this year, do not restrict yourselves. And God says, I, God, will be a wall of fire around Jerusalem. Around you. Fire represents the presence of God. It reminds us of the pillar of fire by night which God surrounded his people. God says, As much as I surrounded your ancestors with fire, I will, my presence will go with you. Praise the name of the Lord. I start, tended to, with a promise from God. that as I plow through. As we plow through to, 20, God will be a wall of fire around us. God will protect us. If your enemy. Oh, it's wrong. Not if, but when. When you say if. It means. You may have, you may not have challenges coming your way. When they come, they will come. Challenges will come in 2022. Praise God. That God says I will be a wall of fire around you. There's a man who impacted my life a monastery when I was a young preacher, his name is Evangelist Shadrach Maluka. He told us many moving witnesses about the people he preached to. Now he says he preached in the northern part of. Northern Towns File at the time. Now he says, people, even witches, came to the saving knowledge of Jesus. They were saved and they brought things to be burned. It was the first time for me to see what was alleged that the witches used to fly at night. And, credible testimony. Came from the man who surrendered these things. And he says. We could use this instrument. To do whatever we wanted to do. To fly a guess, But he says. Whenever we fly through the house of a believer. This instrument will because there will be fire that will prevent this person from going through the house of a child of God. Let us go through this year. Believe in God. He will be a wall of fire. Lord, you will protect us. You'll protect our children. You'll protect our family. You'll protect our church. You'll protect our people. You'll protect our nation. In the name of Jesus. Chapter 4 verse 6. This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. But God also says... I will be its glory from within. Now, glory talks to us about moral character, about integrity, about dignity, about holiness. In other words, Israel, you should be a way that I will assist you. I will help you. To be a nation that fears God. A nation of integrity. A nation that is going to be different from other nations. We are called to moral uprightness. We are called to a life of integrity. Yes, I believe. One of the things we ought to reflect on is that, yes, we need God. we need the power of God. We're near the move of God. But more than any other thing, let us pray for the revival of holiness in the church of Jesus Christ. People who are going to live, leaders who are going to live a life that is upright before the almighty God. But, why? Why, God says, you will be a church without walls. You will be a city without walls. It is because of the great number of people. It is because of the great number of livestock that you will possess, that you will have. This talks to us about growth. Praise God. We will grow. We will expand. God will help us. We will be unstoppable. We will be unrestricted. We will be unfettered. Indeed, Jerusalem, you will be. A city without walls. People's church. You will be a church without walls. I don't know what are your plans academically, professionally, career wise, business wise, but I want to preach to you today. I want to assure you the word of God says to you you will be unrestricted, you will be unfettered, you will be uncontrollable may god help us let us not be like that young man whom Zachariah zechariah saw in the vision measuring jerusalem counting the cars let us believe that this year we will attempt exploits for god when people tell us it's impossible When situations tell us that we cannot go ahead, let us believe God, that God is on our side. I want to challenge you. Go home and reflect on this message. Go home and draw up what I would refer to as a never again list. Never again will I live this way. Never again will I make these utterances in my life. Go and draw up this list. And some of you. Just tell yourself, never again will I confess lack for oh, the word say, word of God says, for oh, my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Never again will I confess that I have bad luck. I am cursed. Never again will I think like that. Though the word of God says Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law being made a curse for us that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Christ Jesus that he might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Go and draw up that list. Never again will I confess weakness. The Lord is the strength of my life. The Lord that no They are God. The people who know they are God shall be strong and do exploits. Never again shall I confess defeat. God always causes me to triumph in Christ Jesus. Never again will I confess I cannot. Why? Because I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. People's church, never again. Should we have a defeatist mentality? When Jesus said, Upon this rock, I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. He had also a church in mind. I will build, I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against you. Today, my first message, 2022, you will be unfurted. You will be unrestricted. You will be unlimited. You'll be unconstrained. In the name of Jesus, you will be blessed. You will live a life without walls. In the name of Jesus, believe and embrace the word of God. God, today, may God richly bless you. You have been listening to the word of God. Maybe you don't know Jesus as Savior and Lord. Beginning of the year, you can open a new page in your life. You might say, Uh, oh, Pastor, pray for me. Yes, I know about church I know about Christ, I know about God, but I've not encountered him personally. Today is your day. Receive Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord. Let me pray with you, and I believe many Christians are joining with you as we pray for you this morning. Say these words after me, Lord Jesus, I come to you just as I. I cannot change myself. I cannot forgive myself. But I pray today. That you forgive me of my sin. I believe Jesus is my Savior. He came. He died for me. I believe through these words. I am a child of God. I believe my name is written in the Lamb's book of life. In Jesus' name, I have prayed. Maybe you are a child of God and you are living a defeated life. I pray for you today. Father, you know my life. You know, oh God, how restricted I am in so many things in my life. But today I have heard your word. I, I receive your word. I will start 20 2 unfettered. Um, Restricted, unbound. This I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.